2: Hello and welcome to the 288th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in sunny Orlando, Florida.
0: Hey, this is Matt in sunny Minneapolis, Minnesota.
1: Hello and welcome to the Slow Ride Podcast. This is the 288th episode. This is Spencer in sunny Boston, Massachusetts. You guys, I'm bringing the heat this week. Wow! <laughs> on my audition to take over the Sloride podcast lead role, because uh, Tim, I have a feeling you might be out of the picture for a little while with your uh, little Niro situation that has come up.
2: Yeah, um, little that di- I've—I gotta admit, I've already Just been the hit up by a now, couple. Just the facts
1: now. you know, we have an imp- important news show here, and I—I I hate wow. to cut you off, but um, you know, is it or is it not true that uh, little Niro is—is uh, training for the big one?
2: Definitely training for the big one. But I have to admit, <laughs> I have gotten a couple of calls from different teams. They want him to transfer already. And as now, his agent,
1: how is the tension in the team between <laughs> little Heimar and uh, little Nairo?
2: Well, little Nairo's definitely got a little Carlos Bettencourt in him where he thinks that he is the stud of the team. And he All right, that's go- great.
1: Thank you. Uh, <laughs> appreciate your time today. Um, You know, so that was my, guys, that was my interview um, to take over the lead role of Slow Rad Podcast. I don't know uh, how you felt about it. I kind of sprung it on you, (laughs) I know, um, but, uh, you know, I feel like I've been putting in the work. I feel like it's time to cat up. Um, Oh, wow. wow. (laughs) Who do you, you're (laughs) my tandem partner. Why are you talking trash, man? (laughs) No, actually, the thing about it is, is that we're recording, uh, uh, you know, during the day um, and I'm full up on coffee, you guys, which is not (laughs) usually the case. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, I don't. don't I, you guys, I know I'm Spencer. I'm with you. I got some tea. I'm going to be way more energized than usual. And
1: why are we recording during the day?
0: Is this just a conspiracy for you guys to keep me from training? Because it's maybe the first time in nine months. It's been over 40 degrees outside here and it's sunny. It's <laughs> yeah. literally the nicest day of the year so far. Yeah. I'm in my attic talking to you, bozos. What's going
2: on?
1: Yeah, midday. Um, I got in touch with, the, with Tim yesterday and, and we hatched this plan to keep you off the bike. Yeah.
2: And I have to admit that my um my sleep patterns right now are optimized <laughs> uh, to uh-huh. for this daytime recording. That makes so, sense. Well, yeah, we guys, had, we had to get uh,
1: peak Tim. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah. is
2: clearly so much to talk about in this mid afternoon, Spencer. We need to time this correctly because pretty soon the sun will be going down in Minneapolis. <laughs> it's it's so true. far north. <laughs> <laughs> the little yeah, guy man. won't get any ride again. Lots let's of extra
0: get... edits and cuts today, huh? We gotta uh-huh. do a lot of
2: stuff. Let's get right into it, guys. Let's talk a little bit about Umloop, and then we got some KBK, we got some hashtag AskSlowRides, we're gonna put on our medical jackets talk about coronavirus, and we have some listener emails. But like I said, it. let's get right into it. Umloop. Yes. Yeah. Pretty sweet finish, and you know, the best part about having a kid... Is <laughs> that you're up at all hours and you can turn on the old Flow Sports and you can watch some umloop het newsblad. I watched the yep. men's race. I was not able to watch the women's race in which Annemiek van Vluten took the win by Crushed almost a minute everybody. over Bastianelli.
0: <laughs> it's kind of all you need to know. Unfortunately, I mean it was a good race, but it was just a uh, it was it classic.
1: Was, it was a great race. I thought I thought it was a, yeah. you know very uh, a group of who's who like five or six riders oh, yeah. until about 10 uh 12 10k to go something like that um when she made the move and it was a it was a move man yeah. like yeah
0: no it was there was there's yeah nobody was getting close i was able yeah, to watch the so highlights. Including.
2: it was definitely fun um i did uh, i did watch the men's race i so i saw the, the you know the threesome at the end Sti- Uh, and Lampard, lampart and uh anderson mm-hmm. Soren and anderson mm-hmm. That was fun uh, you know yeah. Jasper unbeatable in that sprint poor 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 Lampart just yeah to be able to match What would you guys think overall of the race and kind of the new uh it's a new finish this year wasn't it uh
0: I think it's the same as last year I love okay. th- this because it's basically just a total mini Flanders and mm-hmm. and you get the myrrh and you get you get the you get the climb past the chapel which did you guys notice that Stiven and Lambert were like half wheeling each other up the climb um it seemed like each one was trying to get ahead to get that Instagram uh, guy, <laughs> like Preem. because like <laughs> yeah. if if there's, it's your one chance all year to get your picture taken, leading and cresting on the climb. And I've got to think yep. from those guys were watching like Boonen and Cancellara fight up that, or Stein in the in the Belgian champions kit when he won it, you know, at Flanders. So like that's that's your Instagram moment of the year if you can lead on that. And they half wheeled each other up trying to get it and i don't know if yeah. either of them really got it
2: iconic photo that is a good point i'll have to go back and rewatch that part to see the the half wheeling i do want to say one of the things that stuck out to me and also stuck out to friend of the podcast josh down in west palm beach was that only 69 finishers for the Umloop race out of what 130 nice.
0: bunch of teenage perverts riding that race
2: well i mean it's you know quinn, Sh- quinn shepherd the future of american cycling didn't finish um, I think both the Americans, uh, Matthew Jorg- Matteo Jorgensen, and Travis McCabe, did not go. You guys were all about Travis McCabe. That was uh, I was definitely um, listen to that. Logan Owen also not a finisher. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean, quick shout out by the way, Logan Owens, much better half. Chloe Dygert, winning world championships at the track world championships also happening. I didn't even put that on the agenda, guys. But Flow Sports yeah. has been covering that the whole time. I was yeah. able to watch uh, American domination in the women's yeah. team pursuit.
0: Total
2: domination. Um, Chloe G- uh domination taking like three seconds off the pursuit time. And uh, Ashton Lambie getting second place in the individual pursuit. Too bad he's not going to the Olympics. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that's just mean he can turn his attention to the road.
2: Well, or Dirty Kanza where he's or registered. Dirty so, yeah. yeah. Um, that's kind of a crappy consolation.
1: But anyways, back to uh, Umloop. I like this course. Like, I like the new version. Um, it's it's not the first year they've done it, but the classic Umloop that I remember is, you know, you hit the, the mirror and all these climbs, and then once you're over, the, the small group of, you know, three or yeah. five or 10 or whatever separates, and you've got 40K <laughs> of flat, wide open road until the finish. Yeah. It is the most anticlimactic race like. You know, you wake up in the morning, you turn on the live stream, boom, all this excitement. And then you've got about an hour, hour and 20 minutes of just sitting there being like, I don't know, is somebody going to do something? So big fan of this new style, of uh, course, um, well, made, uh, made for a very exciting race in, in both the events.
0: Well, that's totally true. KBK now is about 40K to the finish after the last climb, and it still has managed to be exciting one more thing i want to say for sure about uh Umloop is heinrich Hausler at the front of the race yeah, yeah he finished that he got dropped reason. toward the end and finished kind of far down but animating the race do you guys think it's that little bit of cycle cross he did during the winter because i don't think <laughs> i've seen heinrich up there in these races
2: for about 10 years i think How's it's reborn kits. i think it's the, M- the mclaren wind tunnel
0: oh you think uh, it's the wind tunnel oh yeah yeah oh my god you think he's got some arrow like some arrow flaps on the front of his jersey that like midway through the season <laughs> open we'll up. find out are yep and they're <laughs> illegal they're like creating more downforce through the corners he's got that push pull mercedes suspension they stole already adapted the, to the, the bike. uh
2: the kinetic energy resource system or whatever the do you guys remember that in formula <laughs> where like if you heated up your brakes yep. the you know it goes into the e-motor and the bike so Heinzler mm-hmm. is totally taking advantage of the McLaren.
1: You guys, one thing, one takeaway, major takeaway I have from the racing uh, this weekend was speaking of of McLaren. This is like really the <laughs> first time, and I know there's been uh, some preseason racing and some some all that stuff, but um, this is really the first time I saw that kit at the front of a race. It's don't even mm, say it. The- it's terrible. Okay, like, thank you. It, oh, okay. Like I like. In the in the JPEG that we had floating around for the last few months, it looks fine. It looks okay. It's not my favorite, but like I was like, ah, eh, it's unoffensive, whatever. Seeing it in real life, it's bad. Like it's a bad kit. I don't like it at all, and I don't. I I wasn't expecting to have that visual reaction. Well, I think
0: it's a hard kit to. Um, it's hard to look at when it's moving. Like yeah. I don't mind it as much when it's standing still but in the heat of the race I had trouble because it has that zigzag pattern like picking the rider the 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 McLaren riders out.
2: Well like friend of the pod you know I mean? uh Mitch Docker said the orange of CCC right oh. looks great. Mm-hmm. This is just a poor imitation of that to try to add a little bit of flash and color. It just it it's mm-hmm. horrible to look at. So yeah, we, I feel like
1: a, they they hired a design group that uh, didn't you know specialize in in doing cycling kits you know
2: so <laughs> that is definitely um, a slow ride agreement. Let's get into the slow ride guarantee. You guys last week uh-huh. once again talked about one of the the universal laws in cycling, and we we've been talking about this. I know mm-hmm. someday we're gonna write a book about this about the best cycling moments, <laughs> and in that book we're also gonna include the laws of cycling. One of which is that if Quickstep loses Umloop, they will win KBK. There's no, there's no question on that this is going to happen. Yeah. And once again, we got it right.
1: Yes.
0: Well, well the, the universe got it right, really. I mean, we just sort of- We like,
2: just identified We
0: noticed it, we yeah. identified it. Yeah, but it, this is sort of a universal thing. There's kind
2: of no so, way around it. We should do. We should dig down into this. Actually, one of our listeners probably will do this for us. Let's head over to Pro Cycling Stats. <laughs> look through the years. See how um, often this happens where Quick Step wins KBK if they lose on Saturday. Um, yep. Amazing race today. Casper Asgren takes it three seconds over the oncoming field sprint. Won by Biarni's understudy Giacomo Nizolo and Alexander Kristoff yep. in third place for Team Emirates. Guys, great race. The donkey goes to Casper Asgreen of Quickstep.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't think he was going to hold it out um, to the end. There, he'd been in that move for a while with that last like little 15k lap a little bit before. And when my boy Roy Johns of uh, Alpisan Phoenix got dropped, I thought, eh, it's not going to happen. They're not going to be able to hold it out to the finish without that firepower. But uh, yeah, it's just, I guess, I mean.
2: I was surprised that it was Casper Asgreen that had the uh, that had the win, you know, because I I thought that you know maybe Jacobson or um, some yep. of the other riders would have been the the, the choice pick for Quickstep to guarantee I, the victory.
0: I think he was the choice, you know. I think As Asgreen was just out there to to you know make the other teams work, you know, to not give Kristoff uh, and those guys a ride. I think it's just classic Quickstep, and that they're almost they're too strong every year I like it seemed like they they didn't have it this year I guess is what I was thinking and then these dudes are stepping up yeah yeah
1: but I I mean I think you're uh, I think we're overlooking uh, you know a major development in this race
2: definitely probably what what could that possibly be (laughs) oh my god oh my god is that Gianni Moscone's music? Did he make KVK actually exciting?
1: Yes. Uh, well, I guess I
0: don't know if exciting is the word, but
2: Yeah,
1: exciting's one way to put it.
2: He definitely reared his ugly head. I forgot that he was still racing. I figured that, you know, Ineos just kind of was keeping him away from the rest of us because they're such a solid, wonderful team that just, you know, is doing their part to take the slimiest of them all and just keep them from being taking part in our beautiful sport.
1: Well, yeah. let's let's describe what happened. Let's set the stage here.
2: So he crashes. Well, there's a big field crash. Big he's crash. off to the side of the road. He then um, takes a bike that isn't even his, that's on top of his bike, and just throws it at, um, I don't even who'd he throw it at? Some I don't guy, know who, like who some,
0: someone from the, uh, some the, Benel,
2: the... The Bingo Wallone Brolux team, right?
0: So, the, yeah, the B&B Hotel. So it's some continental
2: guy. team. Yeah, but, he's like, oh, you're a continental rider. And he threw the bike at this guy. Hits him in the shoulders. I gotta admit, the guy could have went down like a soccer player and started like you yeah. know rolling around. He actually kind of went after Moscone a little bit.
0: I so, was hoping he would pull Moscone into yeah. the
2: ditch. So the you know the great TV coverage that you would totally expect of Belgium. They zero in. They did the magnifying glass thing on it, yep, right? Yep, so you can yep. see it. And then word comes across the radio. And Spencer, how does Moscone respond when word comes across the radio? That he's well, been wait, can,
0: I, can I guess? I'm assuming with a classy, I'm sorry, he sort of like said, hey, you guys, I was in the wrong. He apologized. He wouldn't do anything else illegal in the process even or just be rude, right?
1: No. No, of course uh. not. So, um, yeah, thro- we're kind of big fans, notoriously big fans of bike throws here at the Slow Ride Podcast. <laughs> but this may be the first bike throw in history that we're not fans of because when... Classically, when tossing a bike, you should be tossing it off the side of a mountain, into a ditch, into the trees.
2: The ghost ride, uh, the ghost ghost ride, bike throw. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, This, I mean, I have never (laughs) seen before. This is unprecedented, uncharted territory, throwing your bike into a a fellow rider, a coworker, Mm -hmm. as it were. Um, And so, yeah, he got disqualified. And when word came across Radio Tour... Uh, that he was disqualified, he then tore off his numbers, made like in the pack, and threw them on the ground uh, in disgust. He's taken might key, be the keys most keys amazing uh, gift ever made. <laughs> he,
2: he watched the State of the Union address and saw Pelosi uh, ripping up the notes. That's what he was doing. He took the uh, yeah. the numbers and just kind of made the the scene of it. And yeah. oh man, what 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 a dude! He's a child. This guy, he's a what? Ch- child why does inios have this guy like what's the no one likes him he he clearly has not learned his lesson right i'm um, all about people learning the lesson trying again apologize you move on um you know i love Buhani. Buhani will throw down and get in a fight it's never his fault but you know what he seems (laughs) he seems fairly he seems fairly humble right like Uh like you, you kind of like the guy
0: <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna go that far but um yeah. he has, know, seems to have redeeming qualities despite having a temper and 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 and
2: yeah but you know he gets up. in a fight with a guy that's keeping him up in the race hotel he doesn't take his bike and throw it at a feather fellow competitor he doesn't you know, call his tr- fellow competitor racist names the way muscone does i mean right. this guy is slimy it yeah. is so appropriate he is on the the team of the Bond villains that is Ineos. I mean, ah, oh, what a, just get him off. Like,
0: well, contracts up at the end of the year. I can't see him getting resigned at this point. Okay. What nice. team
2: will hire him? Let, let, let's play this game. Um, what's the slow ride guarantee? What's like the power rankings of teams that will go after Muscone next year?
0: All right. I'm checking the second
2: division here. Yeah. Oh, you Second division. You don't think there's like a reclamation no. project there? I think that this is almost borderline vaders territory, where oh, no, has a tendency to so. bring people in, clean up the image a little bit. You know, Vodders can look at it. He can be like, look, people yeah. hated me because I was, you know, I doped. I I feel so bad um, that all Musco needs to do is write a letter of apology. It can send it to Velo News and then it will be like people will be like, oh, you know, I feel kind of bad. Maybe it's just misunderstood. Well, and here's he, the thing. Waters
1: does have a a great track record of buying low and selling high, right? Yeah, this guy's um, got
2: crazy skills.
1: But I don't think he's going to be welcomed in world tour pelotons um, anymore. So, if he were to be picked up by something like an EF, he might have to do some sort of alternative calendar. I don't know if they've got something like that available for him.
2: It's called the That's MMA a... calendar. It's. Yeah. <laughs> the... uh...
0: <laughs> I, I I got two picks. One one I think will will be real and one just to make Tim's heartbreak. One I think Androni. He's going yeah, to Androni. Like that's
2: because yeah. um, you Bardini know he's probably he's... got a sponsor he can bring with him that they yeah, or the like yeah, oh the you got Bardini. the upper so thigh So one of those two
0: like super Italian teams. The the thing I think that would be really funny just to watch Tim squirm is that we've got this new um Uscati team that just came back. The carrots are back. We haven't even really talked about this. Uh <laughs> if he jumped on that team now, currently they have all Spanish riders except for one Belar guy from Belarus, so they're not as strict with the nationalities as they were at one time years ago Is they're they're back. You think he becomes a carrot, Tim? How would you feel? How would you be able to to uh, deal with he- the <laughs> fact that you want to love the new carrots? I know you do, but if he goes to
2: uscati if he goes to the the brand new uscatel Uscati team, right that's back. I I don't think there's any
0: Uskatel. I think they want the sponsorship. Thanks.
2: I will be thoroughly disappointed. Can I just do a caveat on that? Mm -hmm. So the Uskati team is back, right? They've been getting some media coverage. The orange kits, the carrots are back. How mad do you think Team Rally is, right? Because they've been kind of sitting in that second division, and they have the all-orange kit, and then the founders of the orange kit show back up. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, Raleigh, you're going to need to change your team so colors. Like, They are almost <laughs> exactly
0: the same. When you look at them quick on yeah, the, yeah. On the like, Pro Cycling Stats little jersey pictures, for a second you can be like, why are there two of the same kits? spaced so apart?
1: we're going to have this problem where this color orange, there's no ownership of it anymore because, like we said, we've got the new carrots, we've got Raleigh in the second division, we've got CCC in the world tour, and we've got the McLaren- Kind of going for the orange as well, so that's a lot of orange going on uh, in 2020. You guys, yeah, there's
0: a lot of orange, there's a lot of red. It's it's getting it's getting too bright out.
1: Well, there. that's right. Like e, EF,
2: you you know, we talked about clearly the better version of the EF jersey this year being <laughs> not,
0: the, not clearly, but clearly the best jersey. I think F, we decided that.
2: F, FDJ is still looking good with the the, the airliner well, kind of look sure. with the the weird racing stripes,
1: but who. How does the order, how does the pecking order for Orange work? Now, CCC, clearly the biggest, well-funded, yeah, I think, I think highest-level go... team. But Uscatel Usc- coming Usc-Tel, in Usc-Tel has takes the that. precedence, the
2: history. Spencer, I. the more I think about this, I think you're on the right track. Like, Usc- this is Uscatel's color to give up, right? That's. Mm.
1: And they um, did. Did they not? Yeah,
2: but then they're taking it back. They're like, hey, guess <laughs> okay. who's back? I yeah. mean- the, when you think of orange kits in the peloton it's definitely uscatel
1: yes so there you go so ccc has not earned it yet no. despite but
2: this three, is a good point i years. you know the aqua blue definitely is the astana color right at this point like they own it it's kind of got the lamprey purple and pink kind of thing going on where it's just yeah. they own it brown clearly is ag2r <laughs> like no one's ever <laughs> uh-huh. taken that like for better or worse okay yeah. second truth in cycling for our book Brown will always be the color associated with AG2R cycling, like, like, and no one is ever gonna try to take that color from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless like Team UPS comes around, um, you don't see that. Mm-hmm. That's but, yeah. quite true. So overall, this is a pretty good opening weekend of racing in yeah. uh in Belgium. Anything else you guys want to hit before uh, we get our uh, Australian uh, update?
1: Well, uh, uh,
0: what well, thought- did you guys see? Uh well, did you guys see uh Ian Stannard's beard when it came to the front of the peloton? <laughs> it was He has always looked about 10 years older than he actually is, but he is he is really trying to look like some sort of cycling hermit at this point that just pops up for the first weekend of the year.
2: I have I like not it. seen it. I'm going to have to uh Google that uh in a second here, but if he looks like I a hermit, have, I'm all about it.
0: I would yeah. have s- assumed that Ineos had a no facial hair policy, but he he has it in his like team picture. He has a little bit of a beard, but uh, he he looks good today. He looks like he's been doing some serious gravel
2: grinding training. Uh, wow, nice. I see it. That is a that is an impressive beard. Um, I you know what I think it is, little guy. I think Ineos has some bigger fish to fry <laughs> to really deal with this this sliding. Uh-huh. They have to deal with Moscone being Moscone and how they're going to just weasel their way out of yet another scandal of having. Um, less tasteful yeah. riders on their team. So let's get to Australia. We got to check in with our correspondent, Michael Matthews, see how training is going in prep for his debut victories of many at the grand tours this year.
1: I'm Joe Dombrowski from Cannondale Draft Pack. And you are listening to the Slow Ride Podcast.
2: All right, once again, the Slow Ride Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Whoop. Head on over to Whoop.com to find out more and to save up to 15% on your 12 or 18-month subscription. Whoop is a, a fitness tracking device. Is the best way to explain it. Wear it when you sleep, wear it whenever, and it will keep track of, let you know how your body is recovering to all those efforts and fitness you're putting in. Head to whoop.com, and you're gonna use the promo code WAP to save fifteen percent. Sounds good. Yours currently though, Tim, your Whoop would currently be a fitness <laughs>
0: uh, decline tracker. Whoop. I'm assuming it's gonna be. There's a lot of red much...
2: happening on the the when I, when I'm logging into the profile. Things are not looking good for. Uh, yeah. I appreciate what Whoop is doing, and they're they're doing all they can to help me out,
1: yeah. Spencer. They, but they you're don't have to, to pick you. up the slack. Yeah. yeah. No, whoop is, whoop is great. Um, like Tim said, wrist-worn heart rate monitor, um, pairs to their app, gives you all the analytics on your recovery, on the strain that you're putting on your body, uh, which Tim knows all too well, um,
0: I'll be all strain, and, no gain currently with so, yep. the sleep deprived super rookie.
1: Can we it's talk to let him know the, uh, the optimal sleep times that he should be getting, um, based on uh, how, how strenuous his workouts were. What Tim, I um, do you
0: sh- do? You show your, your new child your whoop like when they're crying in the middle of the night, you point at the watch and you're like, Hey, you're not helping me. It, you're not <laughs> helping me. Look at daddy's daddy's scores going down. Daddy's daddy's losing yeah. fitness here. Come so on. I,
2: I want to say I the one thing I like about my whoop is that it doesn't um, yell at me for becoming more and more of a coffee drinker. Um, okay. There's two really good cuban coffee spots within like three blocks of my house and i don't know if you know anything about cuban coffee i don't except that it's half sugar and espresso yeah. <laughs> and oh my god is it helping me um deal yeah. with uh
0: having <laughs> two <survive>. kids
1: <laughs>
0: that, that makes Very good. that makes sense did you get i ever tell you guys i once got a coffee out of a vending machine in puerto rico and i almost died it was like someone had poured a bag of sugar down my throat. I wasn't ready. I just wasn't ready for it. That's like, that's straight how it comes out of the vending machine. Anyway,
2: vending nice. machine coffee. Along. Who would have thought? Yeah. All right. We'd also like to thank our continuing partner, Works, and the Works HydroShot Power Cleaner. Head on over to yourcleanbike.com and you're going to use the promo code gear up to save 15% on the wide selection of Works gear, including the Hydro Shot, which is the perfect power cleaner because it has the perfect amount of PSI. It doesn't blow out your bike. You guys were talking about it last week. How I remember going into the old um, do-it-yourself car wash after Jingle Cross and just using the 8,000 PSI power washer and just completely destroying my bike, putting it up. And then as friend of the pod, Ryan Fisher would say, oh man, future Tim's going to be really happy with past Tim because past Tim just cleaned the bike. Little did future Tim know that sometimes you can destroy your bike by using way too much power when you're washing it. And I had to do a lot of work three hours before I went to a bike race.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. The uh, the HydraShot um, power cleaner, 320 PSI. That's about five times your garden hose. So it's uh, completely portable as well, battery powered. Um, and uh, it just does enough work but not too much work. It's it's perfect. It's as if they built it for bikes. And you can head over to yourcleanbike.com. Use the code Gear Up at checkout um, to save yourself a bunch of money on that, as well as all kinds of other stuff that we've got over there on yourcleanbike.com, like the Pegasus uh, work table, yeah, and the clamping jaw horses, and a bunch of other really cool tools um, that uh, that that no. We- Share the batteries and all that stuff with the with the hydro shot.
2: So thanks for using the um the code at yourcleanbike.com and the promo code gear up. Save 15%. Spencer, real yeah. quick, do we have the big announcement from our friends at Grimper Brothers or are we gonna make our listeners wait just a little bit longer?
1: Well, um I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's if it's re- like I think we need to let this news get broken. Like we are pretty famous here for breaking news, uh, at the slow ride podcast. Um, and this one I do, you know, we might have to sit on this. One. Okay. We're going to sit on it. it because only because it's not pertinent to our show specifically, like the full schleck blend was, yeah. um, I don't know. Maybe listeners have picked up on a trend, uh, the full schleck kind of the slow ride, uh, you know, family of coffee over there at the Grimper brothers. Um, Dot .com and then the cyclocross friends kind of the catch line catch tagline of uh of uh, cyclocross radio and Bill Shaiken. Um, the next one is going to be another show on the network and I kind of want to leave the reveal up to them. All right, like, fantastic. So So you any, can uh, people can guess in the comments down below. Um, and you can <laughs> you keep know, uh, keep tabs be. just head
2: over to wideanglepodium.com/coffee. We'll have it definitely updated there once it's uh, live. Well with that guys, let's get back to the show. Hi, I'm Hugh Carthy from Education First Cross Cycling, and I don't listen to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, guys, here we are once again. We have a ton of listener emails. We also have a ton of Ask Slow Rides giving us the content that you all crave. Let's get right into the mailbag. (laughs) The first one I want to bring up is directly to... um, I guess all of us it's the leap year genius this comes to us from Ben McIntosh hi hey, slow ride not gonna lie I've been pretty worried about Spencer's training program however so this week I realized two things one Spencer's a genius just listen to him explain the physics of descending on a tandem mm-hmm. two all right 2020 is a leap year so Kansas May 30th start will come much later than usual As you can imagine, I was (laughs) quite relieved to realize that Spencer, the genius that he is, incorporated the leap year into his training program to avoid peaking too soon. Mm -hmm. This brings me to my question. As a recently upgraded Cat 1 mountain biker, I'm looking for ways to get into the coaching racket. Obviously, I'll be applying (laughs) Spencer's leap year insight into any of all training programs. Should I market these programs as astronomically optimized or simply as leap year consciousness?
0: Oh, man, that's really good.
2: I like astronomically optimized. And I think when you are a mountain bike Cat 1, you definitely deserve to be a coach.
0: Yeah, I I was thinking about that. Is the whole goal of getting that Cat 1 license now not really much about actually racing? Because you can do all the same races as the 2. It's to get that, put it on your coaching thing, you know? I mean, it's to get those coaching jobs.
2: If if there's anything cycling needs um it's definitely more coaches.
0: Oh yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's instant. True. I mean it's instant cat 4 signing up once you put that cat 1 on there. Yeah. Yeah. You know.
1: And that's that's where the astrological um you know ties into the pricing structure for your coaching. Um it's going to be great because really you can just multiply that out when you hit that cat 1 uh you know level there. Um for uh astronomy related stuff though totally different mm. um, <laughs> but yeah I'm I'm glad that uh I'm glad that somebody noticed and and um, is appreciative of the leap year calculations that I had to do this is some this is some galaxy brain kind of coaching yep. uh so mm. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry I doubted you Spencer <laughs> able to pick up on that yeah a lot of people you know just overlooked that completely
2: now Spencer I you and I uh let's just have a quick conversation I've been doing a lot of push-ups lately um okay okay uh, with my kids sitting on my back so just imagine, okay. you know, your favorite montage of an 80s sports or action movie. That's pretty much yeah. been me, um, just without the gold chain. Are you content or comfortable with me being captain for a little while on the tandem?
1: Um, I would be, aside from the fact that I am acutely aware of your, um, let's just say, uh you know, challenge um, with uh, directions and following, um, <laughs> uh, you know, maps and GPS okay. type of uh, situation, you know, you might, you might run into an issue.
2: Okay. Here. This was 15 years ago when I put on a alley cat race and one of the, <laughs> the stops was – what was it, little guy? What was the stop? Uh, I
0: don't know. What is it? It's, it should have been street and you rode avenue. So I kept riding around thinking, man, is this like some sort of deep, deep knowledge – I don't know about, about a now, Curry street or Curry Avenue. Yeah. It was and Curry street or no, Curry
2: place, right? Anyways, it doesn't matter. Spencer just
0: assumed Spencer rightly, <laughs> and I will give him this credit. I was <laughs> taking the, 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 manifest literally. I was like, there's gotta be, cause there's a, a whole bunch of avenues and streets that are short and cut off over there because of the highway and stuff. And I took it literally and kept looking. Spencer said to himself, Tim's an idiot. He meant to write Curry Street. <laughs> Went to Curry Street. Rode away from me as I kept being like, "Ah, oh, Spencer, come on, man!" And uh, of course, then he won the race. And I think I like came home last, you, basically. You, you were still very mad. being like, "Where is Curry F and you?" And you were like, "It's fine, fine." You How were we very do?
2: mad about that. Uh, well, situation. yeah, I,
0: I was. You, you know, it wasn't right.
2: <laughs> well, it was kind of right. It was, it was right yeah, well, enough. Was it? Was it? It was Linden F.
0: Yeah, it was Linden, yeah.
2: Okay. So anyway, so Spencer, is that what you're getting at? That when we're out in Kansas, that like you need me in the back to steer the map, uh to, Let's to, just, to give you the directions.
1: Uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna try to be delicate here, Tim. Um you know, I know you're uh you know, you're in a stressful time of your life right now. You're emotional, you've got a lot going on. You're the <laughs> I'm emotional. you're the workhorse of this situation. You're just there to provide watts. <laughs> Um, Dead the once. rest, I've got so the many The rest of, of the planning, the strategy, the, like the logistics of the whole thing, uh, maybe not going to fall on, on wait, your wait, half are, of the tandem. Are, here. You,
2: are you taking responsibility for making sure we stay on course?
1: I think, I think staying on course, I think, uh, meal planning, I think, uh, the, uh, stop logistics, like. All wow. those kind of things. Um, so you kind of want me in front, a- Aside then. from probably water intake, I think that's the other one we'll give to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, they might. Uh, that's going to fall on the captain's shoulders, you know?
0: Well, wow, you're really taking on a lot of work here, Spencer.
2: That's a lot of things on your Spencer, I don't know if you looked at our bike. We don't have the duplex. We don't have two handlebars <laughs> to put all of these things <laughs> on that are going to keep know. track. We only have one handlebar. Um, I know.
1: So, I'm just saying. The captain's armband comes with a lot of responsibility, Tim. All right. So we've got that.
2: So I'd like to thank uh, Ben for that. We got another one. Uh, Ricky Jackson. <laughs> been listening for a couple months, and Spencer's voice reminds me of Badger from Breaking Bad. Probably not Are the first the one to say it. Are all emails
1: about me this week?
2: What's that? Yeah. All, just yeah. soak it all in. Probably not okay. the first one to say it. Mountain biker here, but I love the tours. Actually, Ricky, do you need a coach? I, if you're a mountain biker, I know a coach. His name's Ben. You just sent an email. Just hook me up. He's a cat yeah. one. Um, so Ricky thinks that you sound like Badger from Breaking Bad. Spencer,
1: uh-huh. yeah.
2: Have you heard this before?
1: Ah, uh, you know, I've gotten this feedback uh, from listeners in the past. Um, he is he is correct. He's not the first. I still, I think the first time I got this, I said oh, I'll have to check it out. I've never watched that show. And that was probably like a year or two ago. I have I have still yet to watch the show. So <laughs> I I cannot confirm or deny um that this is accurate, but I have a feeling it might be. I don't know.
2: I always get confused for Derek Zoolander. Um but that's really <laughs> yeah. Um interesting Face, not voice. Um oh. hashtag Aslowride. This comes in to us from friend of the pod Jeff Aldrich. Discussion topic, little guy's upcoming top corner, apple corner. Was last December's launch of the Cosmic Crisp Apple. Mm. I have forsworn Honeycrisp based on Matt's position and implicit boycott. Should I similarly wow. avoid the Cosmic Crisp?
1: Okay. That's a tough. Apple one. influencer. <laughs> um. Apple influencer. I love it. All right.
2: all right. All right. Oh my God, Spencer. That's so good. That's going to be his right, name.
0: You guys get that hashtag. Um, should you? No, you should give it a try. I think. Um, So the nice thing about the Cosmic Twist, as you guys know, I'm, or Crisp or whatever, I'm not a Honeycrisp fan, but I think that it's a, it's like a club apple. So you have to apply to grow it. So unlike the Honeycrisp, which anyone with completely wrong conditions can grow that apple and grow it in Washington and it will taste like a piece of garbage. Um, you actually have to, you have to apply to grow this one. So they're not going to, the quality should be more consistent. They're only going to give out the option to grow this thing if you, like, meet certain criteria.
1: Uh-huh. Cool. So
0: the problem they did – uh, this is this is good stuff. The problem they did with Honeycrisp is they, like, released it. And, and uh-huh. while it grows really well in, like, colder climates and stuff, and it will and taste better, once it got so popular, it just started replacing, like, Red Delicious out on the
2: West Coast. Well, I know Red Delicious is your favorite apple. Uh, yeah. Because you well, like tasting chalk. When yeah yeah apple.
0: so it, it this one will be more controlled for uh only grown in regions that it can actually taste good and won't turn into like a giant
2: monstrosity right, little guy i'm uh, gonna stop you right so here for top a corner try. apple corner this can definitely go in our bonus content available for, <laughs> for wide-angle <laughs> podium members much? was that too much influence? but little guy on the spot yeah top three apples you'll be bringing to you on the bike at dirty kansas what are the three varieties of apples you'll be go Uh, uh,
0: none it's not apple season man there's not gonna be anything I can't do it wow this is great radio
1: you've you've only got three pockets you can carry one apple in each that's all you have room for no water bottles no anything else Mm. which three are you choosing well this is super hard because
0: you get you guys find me in a non-apple season and i have to think of some good apples that okay. i can have that time i'm Zest gonna try star. to start tim no tim, do you hear no, this no, no. he's stalling yeah
1: this is no, classic no. apple stalling
0: it, <laughs> the problem is that it's not a good time for apples i'm gonna say if i can find some arkansas
2: blacks that someone's been storing properly in like a, <laughs> like, a cellar. like a belgian cellar right next to the tubulars that have been aging yeah. he's yeah. got some arkansas who you can't touch the actually in bentonville they probably have that's the arkansas black yeah
0: well right. so the arkansas black gets better as it like sits off the tree, and it's a later mm-hmm. apple and stuff. Stuff so, like it, like as it Arkansas gets Black. <laughs> no, it doesn't get better. It, no, it's like a good storing apple. Like it, it's it's a good apple that okay. For Tim, storing. Let's, uh, anyway.
1: let's let them get to apple number two, please. It's yeah, old
0: timey, yeah. and it, um, I'll maybe some Ambrosias because those seem to grow pretty well in Canada. So maybe there'll be some of those that are still good. And um, mm-hmm. I'll just I'll just I'll be so desperate toward the end of it. I'll just eat a jazz apple.
2: Oh, man. jazz apple former sponsor of a professional women's cycling team jazz apple. Style. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. All right. There you okay, go.
1: Uh, I do got to say, uh, as we wrap up apple corner here, <laughs> um, I am a little disappointed that you didn't just toss in uh a Spencer apple just, just for, you know, nostalgia's sake. Um, hey.
0: again, I, it's, it's all about timing. Timing is everything.
2: Can I just give a quick <laughs> shout out to all of the, um, and Spencer, feel free to edit this one in post, but just a quick shout out to all of the, uh, PR folks that email us at the slow podcast at gmail.com saying that uh-huh. they listen to our podcast all the time, offering to give uh-huh. us interviews. Um, yeah,
1: I love those emails.
2: <laughs> as an interview-based podcast, you clearly listen to us. I mean, we love talking to people, kind of, um, but sometimes we just can't get enough of our own voices. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Usually>. <laughs> we'll, we'll bring back the review podcast to have some more of these conversations, but you know, this is, this is not really our style.
1: We get a lot of, uh, oh, do you want to talk to the CEO or inventor of this weird, <laughs> nutritional, <laughs> really random uh, cycling tangentially related thing that you've never heard of? Um, mm.
2: And we always yeah, from, do.
1: from avid <laughs> listeners of the show who really love it. You know, those, uh, yeah, if those guys are listening, you know, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Thanks. All right. So let's
2: get right into some hashtag ass slow It's Got a couple of good ones here for us. First off, Nate Cheneco. Hashtag ask Ride, If NTT is shut down due to the virus, and this is citing a Dallas news uh, news release that NTT's is data is restricting travel and closely monitoring the coronavirus wow. situation, does this hurt Bjarne's big data doping program? Should we bet against NTT until they can travel again?
0: I think mm. so. Yeah, so, probably. Well, they did just pull a second place today. What does that say? Is that good or bad?
2: Well, it's before the full blow up of coronavirus. Let's kind of segue this into the coronavirus conversation before we come back for some other Aslo rights. Guys, coronavirus, we're in its ugly head. Where are we now in the situation? Clearly, we're not doctors to talk about it, but how is this affecting our cycling fandom?
0: Well, a third of the Peloton is in a hotel in UAE, seemingly <laughs> just hanging out and watching Netflix. So that's – so all the riders that were good there, if nothing else, are going to lose form. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let's
1: hope they're all on a rest week with their coaching uh, plans.
0: Well, remember remember the Giro when Yates took it super easy and then he claimed like the first 10 days were too easy and he detrained too much and then he had a bad Giro? He's going <laughs> to totally detrain. He was flying a couple of days ago, and now that oh they canceled God. two days, and he's going to detrain so much, he's going to have to skip the Giro, go straight to the I tour. I need to
1: write that down. I feel like the first 100 miles of Kansas are going to be so easy that I'm going to untrain myself, and <laughs> it's, I'm really going to have a bad second 100 miles. Yeah, This is this is fantastic news. Thank you for, for bringing right. this to my attention. Um, uh, <laughs> we also uh, – the other big thing about the coronavirus news – is that we've got some question marks about uh, major races like <laughs> Strada Bianca and the Giro d'Italia, the biggest race in Italy. So, what we need to do right now is talk about how that uh, is going to resolve itself. So, if you give me one second here. Boop. So, guys... Um, <laughs> The Giro and the uh, the Strada Bianca are not canceled. Can you believe that uh, we are able to move on past this uh, threat and hold some of the biggest, most exciting cycling events of the year?
0: Well, I'm just happy that uh, everyone's healthy enough and uh, we've moved beyond the the outbreak and we can get back to racing.
1: You know, it's, it's really important. Uh, I'm glad the UCI has stepped up, done the due diligence, and really – um, dug into the issues at hand and has, uh, cleared everything. Um, you know, they are, uh, always on the ball, uh, as we always say <laughs> but, here at the slow, Putting the health um, of the
2: cyclist first, yeah.
1: always. Yeah. Always thinking of safety and health first and foremost. And so we look forward to the Giro and Strada Bianca going on as planned in 2020 Boop. guys. ah uh, Heartbreaking news that the Strada Bianca and the Giro d'Italia, the biggest race in Italy, were canceled uh, due to concerns over the coronavirus. Um, yeah. What is your takeaway? Well, well I think it had it's to clearly, be done.
2: Clearly the UCI putting the health of the riders first. Yeah.
1: Yes. As they always do. We've always said that.
2: Mm-hmm. Always. <laughs> I mean,
1: I'm disappointed.
2: Um, I'm very disappointed. How is he going to affect my cycling fandom? I really thought Nairo was going to win the Giro um mm-hmm. but you know
1: jill was gonna win
2: melanson Remo.
1: <laughs> yeah um tim are are you going to be writing a an email to flow bikes to try and get uh, uh <laughs> my money a back? partial <laughs> refund on uh, on the month of may for your <laughs> subscription
2: yeah that's a <laughs> i wonder how many emails they're gonna get back on that oh, oh man yeah very disappointing that uh, the UCI has decided to cancel those races.
1: Yeah, it is really unfortunate and, uh, you know, glad to, uh, I mean, sorry, I guess, to bring you that news here on the Slow Ride Podcast. Okay. Um, on to the next topic. Boop. So uh, glad we cleared that up about um, what happened with the uh, coronavirus news there um, regarding uh, some races um, that may or may not have happened or happening. Um <laughs> And, uh, yeah, yeah. UAE, though, that one didn't happen. No. Halfway through. It I mean, parse. it sort of happened. It
0: happened. F- five, five of seven or something?
1: Yeah, not bad.
2: Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> if, they have, if this was baseball, they'd be, they'd be doing great.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Who was winning that race before it was canceled? Yates. That's a good question. One of the Yates.
0: I don't know which one. The other <laughs> one's down at the car dealership, so whichever one wasn't in the office that day.
2: <laughs> it wasn't okay guys UAE I didn't even know that race was going on because I really don't care
0: well I didn't care either I wish that that one actually did
2: get cancelled permanently but it is interesting
0: that they're still currently as we record everyone's it seems like they're still stuck in a hotel room that's the
2: non laughing matter I do feel bad for the cyclists all hanging out together
0: Um, no it's I mean, so this morning Nathan Haas was on on Twitter trying to trying to get Zwift to send him some trainers.
2: <laughs> That's actually a pretty good That's idea. Amazing. Like
0: he was saying that they didn't bring trainers because there was no TT, so they just right. didn't bring any trainers. So they're like, ah, oh, we don't need these. We don't need to fly these all the way to UAE. Yep. And now they're stuck in a hotel room with no way to train. I guess they're just doing doing squats or something. I don't know.
2: So you
1: got to think the uh, the hotel, you know, and it was, let's let's be real, they're probably in like a, a decent three four star hotel should have a um, workout room in there. Yeah, but you me. imagine there's probably only like. Maybe two, yeah, two. Maybe four at best stationary bikes. Yeah. What is the queue looking like for those bikes? Like how far in advance do you need to book out your your forty five minute workout on those uh, bikes?
0: Pretty far. Who do you think's the rider who doesn't who doesn't wipe it down after they get off?
1: <laughs> Johnny Muscon, but he's not there.
0: <laughs> like that would be the ultimate, like you get off and you're like rivals coming up and you don't wipe it off and you're like, dude, come on, coronavirus,
2: come on. <laughs> oh my god. That <laughs> That's uh, really sp-
0: it's really not funny it's really crappy i i do feel t- i mean it's the whole coronavirus thing is obviously bad oh. but it's uh, cycling wise that people are stuck in a hotel it's not the end of the world but it's still i do really i do want to know
2: who's not wiping that thing down though like that is actually a pretty uh pretty solid question um yeah. so
1: some- uh if you are in the professional peloton and we know you're out there listening to this podcast you can email us anonymously. We will keep this off the record. You're, uh, you, we will cite you as a source. Um, but if you know who isn't wiping those things down, email us at the slow ride at gmail.com and
2: uh, let us. I just hope Valverde gets freed here in a little bit because uh, he's got some races to go win. <laughs> so uh, we got another great hashtag slow ride that actually has to do with this guys. This Is comes right? from a Florida cycling nut. Is now a good time for teams to experiment with doping? Because if something goes wrong, they can just abandon en masse and say it was COVID-19.
1: Ah, there you go. This is
2: actually a really good idea. Um, and then he includes the picture of the uh the uh PDM team with the headline Mysterious Abandonment of the Entire PDM team from so, uh, <laughs> what was that like eighty nine ninety? Yeah, eighty nine or ninety, yeah. And the sweet uh, good, the, the sweet Concord days. uh frame with the matching yes. jersey. Oh, such a good kit. And Bike, bike.
1: yeah guy. oh i had that bike
0: man that was one of my favorite bikes i ever
2: had
1: i was just gonna say i'm never gonna forgive you for selling that frame little guy it was the best thing you ever owned
0: yeah Yeah, you know i didn't quite realize it i don't know i at that point was when we were first really getting into racing and i and i wanted something more modern and i was like ah this is surplus to my um my needs to get out of the cat four it was when i was like oh to get out of the cat four ranks i'm gonna have to get an aluminum bike you know sort of thing and um when I, so I built it up as a winter bike, and it was so great. And then I still sold it like a dummy. Like, it was... Uh, it was
1: uh, beautiful.
0: So, I love that bike. Little okay. guy. Yeah.
2: We got yep. another hashtag. This is right up your alley. I was not going to read this one, but you really got into it.
0: The okay. question is,
2: is Alba Optics Man, the new ASOS man? I had no oh, yeah. clue what the heck this company was. They're going to get plenty of airtime, I guess, on the pod. Because, <laughs> oh my God, from a culture perspective... Uh, what is this, <laughs> what is this Alba Optics?
0: <laughs> um, man, I do not fully know about it. I just sort of heard about this and have perused the website, but yeah, Alba Optics, man, all I know is I've seen Alba Optics, man, and he is, he is definitely the new ASOS man because he, he's basically ASOS man with plugs. <laughs> so, and he looks like he's got some tat. So he, he's an updated ASOS man, um, Mm. They, they make sunglasses and yeah i don't know man just go to their website it's it looks expensive
2: yeah it looks expensive <laughs> i don't even know what the price and all i see is that one of them says handmade in italy cat 2 um on the and i'm like wow all right they got they got retro inspired modern sunglasses i mean
0: they might be some pretty nice sunglasses but uh definitely definitely channeling <laughs> I... asos man for the for a new a new generation
1: I just pulled this up. I haven't seen this before. Uh they have glow in the dark sunglass frames. Yeah, yeah,
0: no. They got
1: some they and got I, some
0: cool stuff. It's weird.
1: <laughs> no, little gun no. <laughs> no,
0: that's super cool. <laughs> super cool. Okay. No. Wait, I'm sorry, wait. Glow-in-the-dark, wise glow... Have I been hanging out with a three-year-old for too long?
1: <laughs> yeah, little guy, this is bad. This is a bad look. I. Uh... <laughs>
0: what about the, the... If you scroll down, they got some more uh, classic vintage looks. Oh. That I go with Oh, I'm
1: those. scrolling, and I haven't found anything uh, appropriate to put on my face yet. Um... Oh, there's
0: some... Basically, there's the Anva which is All basically right. the
2: Alex Howes look.
1: Yeah, well, no. <laughs> no, this is... Mm.
2: Okay, here's what we need. I don't we know. need our listeners to... to hit these these folks up and just let them know mm. that we need to get some of these. Spencer wants the glow in the dark glasses. <laughs>
1: I do not.
0: Uh, I'll take will pa- take one of each just to just to cover all our bases and 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 make sure we test out all the options. I'll take one of these to Elba. Do you think yeah, you I'm can
2: just... even get these in
1: the US?
0: Uh they got a couple They got a couple. The
1: the pricing on the website is in euros, so uh, yeah, it doesn't look like it, but... um, Everything about this
0: is very euro.
1: 160 euros (laughs) is like 40 bucks, 50 bucks? What is that? Do do
0: You guys, this stuff, these glasses would pair really nicely with the Katusha. The Katusha, like, non-bike wear. These,
1: (laughs) These sunglasses would pair really nicely with like a uh, mid eighties Nissan is, is oh, what I'm thinking. nice. I,
0: I mean, I, I Spencer, you're speaking my language. I, I, I don't see any problem with this lifestyle. I'm willing to accept the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I, what, what am I going to be driving? I mean, I can,
2: uh, all right. We need <sighs> listeners to help us get a pair of these. Cause we don't even know who to contact, but they should send us these. Cause we've given them their biggest advertisement <laughs> they've ever had in the U S. Um, yeah. and if anyone knows new ace album, man, um, that is an interview we would be willing to have on the podcast. All oh, man.
1: Um, the bonus question. He's got
2: plugs, Spencer. He, he's come on, right up your alley. You
0: guys know uh. each other, right? Everyone with plugs knows each other, do right?
2: You, Spencer, do you think we need the glow in the dark sunglasses for because we're going to be finishing Kansas so far yeah. after the sun sets? Yeah, and it's going to have you a good like them. Fifteen hours Not of sunlight so you- charging.
1: Okay, Mm. see, here's an application where that might make sense. (laughs) Yep, Uh, see?
0: You're so quick to jump to judgment, Spencer, but now it's
2: starting to sound sensible. But why
1: why do you need to know the dark sunglasses, though?
2: Mm. Like, right.
1: Yeah.
0: Why
2: do we need need, need any of the dumb stuff? It's a screen door. It's a screen door for your submarine.
1: I'm worried about in in application that uh, having a glowing frame to your sunglasses (laughs) might give you some glare on the inside of these glasses that's going to make it pretty tough to ride around they're not gonna glow brightly that
0: brightly <laughs>
2: <laughs> guys i'm a little concerned how, about what, glowing how how dark many sunglasses lumens? for the fact that you'd be wearing sunglasses in the dark
1: like <laughs> yeah that's true that's how what's cool going on are. here yeah this is a great point
0: uh, i'm concerned about where i'm gonna get this nissan uh, pulsar with this with the sport back you guys they're kind of hard to find but if i'm gonna do the full look i gotta
2: get it Oh, guys, let's move it back to cycling. The one last thing we do need to talk about. MVDP okay. is out, and yeah. Wout is in.
1: Yes. <laughs> this was big news for me uh, uh, for opening Belgian weekend. Um you know, cycling hero expected to just start smashing the roadies again. Uh, Vanderpoel out with the flu. Yeah. Uh, and
0: going to be out for uh, a while. Wout
1: Van Ert, who was not expected to race. Um, who's saving himself for Strada, he is worried that that race might not happen. Uh, Already, we have touched on that uh, in the previous segment, Um, Mm -hmm. whether that uh, happened or didn't. Um, We definitely (laughs) covered that. Um, We called it. Yeah, Yeah. we called it.
0: Covered and called.
1: But so what was in, which is huge, huge excitement. Do you think Matthew Vanderpoel has the flu? Or do you think... He heard Wout was racing.
0: Uh, and, well, it uh, seems like now he's he's going to be out for a little bit. So, really committing guess. to the bit. Yeah, he's fully committing to the bit. If it's, you know, the form... He didn't win anything at, at Algorev, which was weird, which means his win rate is one of the yeah. lowest he's ever had. He's done five or six <laughs> races so far this that year and win. hasn't won anything. Um, maybe he's just feeling a little weird, you know? Needed a little time to himself to adjust.
1: Do you think... Um, you think it has anything to do with his MVPs little guy? Uh is the team not up to snuff and he's just like, Well, if you can't get me to the front, <laughs> there's no reason to be there.
0: Um, you know, the 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 they showed themselves this weekend, you know, no no solid results, but I think for not having their leader, uh the, the uh-huh. MVDP MVPs, they, they they showed themselves. My boy Royce was uh he was there. I, call, I said he'd okay. be there. He was there. He he made the move. Right. He didn't quite have the legs, but if if that had been with Vanderpool there, then he would have just set him up. So I I think we're on
1: track. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Oh, good. Um, yeah, that's all. That was my one main concern with uh, Vanderpool was maybe he was phoning it in because the team wasn't ready uh, to perform, but. Uh. <laughs> We're ready.
0: When he <laughs> um, when the team's yeah. not up to stuff, he just sends Malir out to do it. Malir, you deal with it. If it comes yeah, back to a sprint, you win. Things. You win the sprint, maybe, and you know if not, you know whatever. Move on.
2: So, the one thing that I I I gotta give applaud our uh, listeners, Spencer, is the nonstop yeah. Twitter announcements. That the Wiener Mobiles oh are for sale in Calgary. You can get two for twelve thousand dollars Canadian, which is what six thousand US. So yeah. I mean, it clearly is now the time to jump on this for our Dirty Kanza team car, the Wiener Mobile. Mm-hmm. By the way, if we showed up to Dirty Kansas in a Wienermobile, which is also happens to be the name of our tandem, I think we decided. <laughs> <to> like <laughs> I month. mean, what amazing. Like I'm sure one of those sea sucker racks can fit on that.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. yeah.
0: <laughs> Just all over it in weird yeah. places.
1: <laughs> so I have so many questions about this. We got we got like I don't know a dozen messages about these things being for sale, which is great. I'm I'm so thankful that people are on the ball and looking out for us. Um I want to know, "Hey, why are they so cheap?" <laughs> Do they need work. Are they? Uh, is the price firm? Are these rare? Uh, what's going on?
0: They definitely and, need work.
1: <laughs> and B, what are they doing in Calgary, of all places? Two of them. Well,
0: I would assume that Calgary is probably home to many uh, processed meat purveyors. So interesting. That's my guess.
1: But <laughs> so, so your theory is that the employees well, of the meat packing plant just drive around in wiener. But why do they have two of them? And did you notice in the picture right next to
2: it is the Planters nut car?
1: Yeah, yeah. They have they have the Planters nut, which makes sense because Mister <laughs> Peanut he's dead, yeah, so he's uh, dead. his his estate probably had to unload that uh, his car uh, somewhere. Yeah. But um, pay
0: the back taxes. Mister Peanut wasn't yeah. paying. We,
2: I think we should actually look into this a little bit more to see you know what's going on here up in Calgary.
0: We got to figure out what they're built on. So obviously, it's not a custom chassis. There's like a <laughs> Dodge van underneath that or something. You know, what I mean, what's under there? Yeah. Is it is it a a Dodge Caravan it's a, it's a or is it like an Econoline like ch- van? Yeah, if it's like well, an Econoline with a V8 or something yeah. maybe we can talk, but if if there's a little four cylinder under there, I don't I don't know how we're going to get up hills, you know.
1: Yeah. So my concern Uh, is I'm not, well, I'm not even worried about that. I mean, we'll, we'll get some lot space. Um, (laughs) people will be falling over themselves to give us space to park this thing. But if I buy two Wiener mobiles, uh, I am running under the assumption that there is some sort of trademark situation with the Oscar Mayer branding on these things that I'm not going to be allowed to, uh, display their logos and imagery. So I'm going to have a hot dog shaped car that I'm going to need to rebadge. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, with the, with the slow ride podcast uh, livery and all this on it, um, where do you find a designer for this? Like how,
2: what do you even do? Well, I'm sure you can just get them for free. Just ask your buddy down, you know, that designs your jerseys anyway, like, Hey man, you're a designer. Do you mind just volunteering sometime? Uh-huh. I'm sure designers. Yeah. Love that.
0: I don't exposure. Yeah. I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to turn down the, the once in a lifetime opportunity to dress up a, mm-hmm. a giant rolling hot dog. I,
1: I mean, can you still, do you try to disguise it as something else or do you keep it as a hot dog just with the slow ride logo where the Oscar Meyer logo used to be like, what do you do?
2: Like, how do you repurpose the wiener mobile? That is a very right. good question. Um, you could probably maybe put like a little cowboy hat the on the top. Front. You know? Yeah,
1: exactly. Oh, that would be great. Can you get in, is the inside hollow? Can you, can you get to oh, the top? Can you make it like, a dance of like the a- wiener? And- well, I'm thinking actually, can you <laughs> cut out uh one of those bubble windows that you used to have in the seventies uh vans, like a star shape or uh something like that, a little shaded window in the uh, way up the top of the hot dog. Mm-hmm. Maybe
2: dangerous. Oh, ninth grade Tim really likes this idea. Guys, I, mm-hmm. I yeah. think we really need to go into um investing in the Wienermobile, mobile spencer how are the donations coming into the slow ride podcast because i'm pretty sure that our listeners would be all about us buying the Wienermobile mobile and bringing it to kansas
1: yeah turns out tim we are so close we are just right on the edge if people could just make a few extra donations over at wideanglepodium.com slash donate we could definitely make this happen uh so we're just gonna need you know if you haven't donated yet just head on over if there everybody listens uh, to uh, the pod give us five dollars
2: we could totally buy this thing
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Please. So think about that. That is reality. If, uh, if
2: you ever wanted us to drive a Wienermobile to Dirty Cancer, now is your time to help two. us act. If you gave us $5 with all of your other fellow listeners, mm-hmm. we would A, would appreciate we, it and we would yes. earmark all of that money to the Wienermobile fund.
1: Yeah. I think we could do both of them and some storage for the year. Oh, could, <laughs> I I think we
2: would just store it in little guy's backyard right in the alley. Uh,
1: well, that's kind of what it meant. I was, I was going to kick them like 50 bucks and <laughs> <laughs> tell them that they were just there. <laughs> I'll
0: park it in front of my house. That way it shows up on Google street view.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and with that
2: guys, another wonderful episode of the slow ride podcast. I had a blast. I'd like to thank our friends over at whoop head to whoop.com. W H O O P to score 15% off your memberships for 12 or 18 months. We'd also like to thank the friends at Hydro or Works for the HydroShot Power Cleaner. Head over to yourcleanbike.com. Use the promo code WA or sorry, use the promo code Gear Up to save 15%. Apologies on that. And as always, head over to wideanglepodium.com slash donate to help us buy a Wiener Mobile. <laughs> yep. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida. This is Matt in Minneapolis.
1: And this is Spencer in Boston reminding you guys to always wave at all your fellow cyclists. that you see out on the road applications in vote for me as new slow ride. Number one host. Oh, you're hired. Hired. The slow ride podcast. bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Theslowridepodcast.com and on Twitter at the slow ride pod.